0: This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Newegg. Whether you're building a new computer or upgrading an existing one, Newegg has all of the parts and pieces you need to accomplish your goal. Whether you need a motherboard and processor, a RAM, a new SSD, or you need a whole system, uh, you can find them all at Newegg. Every day, they've got some daily deals. Uh, right now, they've got uh, some RAM and an SSD, which is crazy inexpensive it's crazy to see um an ssd for uh, 19 dollars uh, <laughs> uh, for those of us who have been following it for a long time uh, but they've also got um full systems an hp laptop for 3.99 to see all of the deals that are available today and every day and to uh, to find all of the products that are available you can go to pilchpoint.live slash new so show and tell time i always love abram show and tell time
1: so i gotta tell you i've been keeping this uh, a secret for a while the secret's out because the embargo the embargo's up but i was one of a very handful of people to get early access to the new raspberry pi the raspberry pi 4 do <laughs> now i gotta tell you that uh i interviewed um uh, Evan Upton, the founder of Raspberry Pi and the CEO of Raspberry Pi Trading, which is the branch of the ras- of the nonprofit Raspberry Pi Foundation that like develops and manufactures the new- the pies. And back in January he told me, Oh, we're not going to be able to do this till next year. And then a couple months later he called me, he's like, Oh, things have changed. And what he told me had changed actually is this is what they were working on, but he didn't think they would be able to get the CPU in uh, I guess, for the price that they wanted in mass production for another year, and then they were able to. So let's have a look at this. Dun-dun-dun. alright dun, dun, dun. Okay, so here it is, the Raspberry Pi 4. Technically speaking, the Raspberry Pi 4B. Now, why is it the 4B? Because this is the form factor that Raspberry Pi has used in their most popular most notably I'll show you a comparison here this is a 3B plus this is the latest beforehand and this is the the 4B right and you can see they're about the same size there's like another millimeter or so on this because the ports the port locations have changed a little bit so what what has changed Uh, so one, first thing that's changed is instead of one HDMI connector, you've got two mini HDMI connectors. Mm. So you can power dual monitors with this new no problem. Wow. Uh, in fact, you can power two 4K monitors with it. Now. Wow. To be honest with you, it's not very quick when you have two 4K monitors. Sure. The... Um, it can only do 30 hertz on two 4K monitors. If you want one 4K monitor, you can get 60 hertz. And if you want like two 1080p monitors, um, or you know, I'm not sure exactly what, what happens if you try two 2K monitors. Um, but you can have a 4K 60 hertz and 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 one 1080p monitor as well. But anyway, you know, I've got mainly got 1080p monitors at my desk. So if you got two 1080p monitors. Uh, no problem. The performance is 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 really good 2 4Ks at 30 hertz. It starts to be a little jerky. Um, but uh, so that's one. The other thing is this uses a little bit more electricity. And so it, instead of having a, a micro USB connector for charging, it has a USB C connector for charging hmm. uh, and it requires a charger that is at least uh, five volt that is five volts and at least three amps. Uh, so the prior one was five volts and 2.5 amps. So, you know, not only will you need to have your, your heavy charger that does USB-C, but it's got to do at least three amps. Uh, and of course there's an official one for $10. Um, the processor is new. This is a 28 nanometer processor as opposed to the 40 nanometer processor on here. This runs at a native speed of 1.5 gigahertz. On the 3b plus that's 1.4 gigahertz so not not a huge difference in the in not a huge difference in the uh clock speed but uh with the lower nanometers and everything else it uh oh and the um, this uses a cortex uh a72 architecture and this is an a53 so it can do a lot more processing simultaneous process a lot more instructions simultaneously so even at the same clock speed or slightly higher clock speed, it's a lot. It's a lot faster. Um, another really big improvement in the Pi 4B is that it has uh, up to four gigabytes of RAM. The previous Raspberry Pi's one gigabyte was all you got, uh, and you know if you had a Pi Zero uh, that had 512, or you had a Pi A model that had 512. This has available in one, two, and four gigabyte configurations. This one here I have is the four. Um, the one gigabyte, it costs $35. The two gigabyte, $45. And the four gigabyte, $55. Uh, so $35 is usually what people expect to pay for Raspberry Pi here. If you want the same amount of RAM you had, had in the old model, you can pay the same. But if you want more RAM, you got to pay a little more. Now, do you need more RAM? If you're using this as a like a computer, which you can, then yes, yeah, it's good to have more RAM. If you're using it as like a weather station or something where it's just doing a limited of you know interacting with a few sensors, you're not really multitasking and running the GUI on it. Uh, one gigabyte's probably fine. And if you're using an emulator, uh, which the emulators don't work yet, I should um, disclaim. One of the things that's going on here. Well, let me get to the end of the the tour of it and then I'll, I'll talk to you about compatibility. So the one of the other things that's really, really important here is you'll see that this, ha- look at the difference here in USB ports. You can see the colors. Here on my left, there's two USB-3 ports. Here on my right, the old model, No, it's all USB-2. So much faster connections to peripherals, meaning you could do what I was experimenting with this weekend and attach an external SSD to it, and actually get pretty decent speeds out of that. Now, like like Raspberry Pi, like all Raspberry Pis, it boots off of a microSD card, and the microSD slot is twice as fast as it was on here. Um, you can't tell from looking at it, but it maxes out at a theoretical maximum of about 50 megabytes a second versus 25 for this. Either way, that's not great. Um, But if you use an SSD, an external SSD, you will get better transfer rates. Um, So what hasn't changed, it's got these, it's got your 40 pin GPIO, which makes it compatible with all the old Raspberry Pi uh, accessories, uh, all the old connect. Well, I shouldn't say every accessory. It makes compatible with the accessories with any hats uh, or things that you plugged in. Okay. But what it won't be compatible with are cases because they have to have different layouts for the ports and this ports shut out a little bit more. So you can't use an old Raspberry Pi case with this. And if there's something like a you know a retro arcade system that you want to pop it into uh, and it was made specifically for the regular... ...old reactor, you got to wait for a new one. Um, the other thing is... You cannot. It it requires a new version of the Raspberry Pi operating system, Raspbian. Uh, it requires a new version called Raspbian Buster. Um, Raspbian Buster also runs on the old ones, but if you try to run an older version of the operating system on this, it won't boot. Well, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of apps, a lot of people did not have a lot of developers did not have early access to the Raspberry Pi four, so they weren't working on, or to Raspbian. So they weren't working on launch day updates to their software, and as sometimes happens with Linux, unfortunately, you change a little bit about the operating system, and and, and apps break. Mm-hmm. So, for example, RetroPie, uh, the main arcade emulator that people use, does not yet work. You know, it's been a week, and it does not yet work on the Raspberry Pi four. Um, so, you know, the, there will be. Things that do not yet work on the Raspberry Pi 4 because of the operating system, because they may have to address the slightly different graphics card in this. It uses a slightly faster uh, GPU in the SoC. Uh, so there will be things that, that don't work, but they will soon work um, for sure. Um, so how does it perform? Well, Raspberry Pi says Foundation says that it's two to four times faster than this, and that's pretty much true on on all the tests that I ran. Uh, now if you're going to be browsing the web uh with it, you can competently. Uh, it has 802.11ac Wi-Fi and it's got gigabit ethernet. Um the ethernet speed is actually an upgrade too because it was only uh a third of gigabit on here. Um y- if you browse, you know, the internet, it, it 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 will do competently uh you know, it'll be competent. Video playback, unfortunately, still needs, I think, some tweaks because even though it has 4K output, I was not able to play 4K videos on it on it without them basically coming to a halt. Um, Even 1080p videos uh, at full 1080p offline video seems to work okay at full screen if I'm in 1080p resolution if i'm in 4k resolution and it tries to scale up it gets sluggish and if i'm doing youtube video no matter how fast the bandwidth if i play 1080p video at full screen it 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 becomes it's it's definitely losing some frames if i play 1080p video in a win youtube video in a window where it's not taking up the whole screen it can be smooth so i hope those are some things that kind of get ironed out with the software and you know tweaks to the the os and things like that uh but but overall this is an absolutely huge step up uh i've said before that everybody should own a raspberry pi well if you're going to buy a raspberry pi now everybody should own the raspberry pi 4 um and if you are wondering which one to get and you're not sure and you just want one to experiment with you probably should spend the extra money and get the four gigabyte model now that being said i have not been able to find the four gigabyte model for sale. Uh, online in the U.S., a lot of places still only have the one gigabyte model right now. Um, But um, whichever you get, the performance will be good. And and generally you're not using more than one gigabyte of Ram unless you're using this like a computer and you're multitasking. Uh, But if you want to try that experience, it's designed to actually be good enough to be used as a computer. Uh, Although I don't, I wouldn't say that people are going to be throwing away their PCs anytime soon in favor of this. But isn't it good to know that you have something that's this powerful? I mean, the best use cases for it are the ones that we haven't even really seen yet, which is using it for things like machine learning and object recognition and better Internet of Things devices, uh, more so than using yeah. it as a standalone PC. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can read a lot more about it on Tomshardware.com. We've got we've got a series. Uh, we've got a very detailed review with benchmarks. We've got stories on overclocking it. And we've got store and uh, we, we will soon tomorrow probably have a story up on what it runs like with an SSD inside. So, uh, you know, we continue to mine this uh, this product, which is really fascinating, uh, uh, really fascinating. And I definitely recommend people recommend people to buy it. Uh, every every self-respecting tech enthusiast, uh,
0: can, you know, could use one of these. Well, that's that's really cool. Um, so you said that you're finding the one gigs available, and the, yes, the, the one gig, the, the one, other models not so much yet.
1: Yeah, I mean you can look around online. It, it changes day to day. I know some people managed to buy the fours online, but I think some of them bought them from England or things like that. Um, no Raspberry Pi manufactures these in the UK, so. Um, uh, Micro Center is a fantastic place. If you live near Micro Center, it's a fantastic place to get these uh, because they're one. They I a lot of their local stores have the one gigabyte in stock, um, and there's a few you know online. A lot of places are still
0: getting them. Got it. Well, I w- I have been thinking. Uh, you mentioned uh, enhanced like Internet of Things devices. I've been also thinking like enhancing being able to enhance uh, embedded technologies. Um, Things like, you know, we've seen at CES the last couple of years, we've seen uh, the smart mirrors and they're always kind of half cocked ideas. Um, But with something like this, you could really be able to pull lots of data sources together without having to fear (laughs) the, the repercussions, right? Because that's, that's always the problem when you're pulling lots of data sources on something with a small amount of RAM or something like that, being able to process all that starts to become a problem. But, you know, if you've got up to four gigs to be able to display, uh, to display and process weather data and all that kind of stuff, you know, it starts to get way more, uh, way more feasible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it will be really good for that. Um, you know, I did run some uh, machine learning, uh, at least one machine learning benchmark on it. Um, another one I tried, which seems to now, in the latest build of uh, Buster, Raspbian Buster, I cannot get working. Uh, but I tried a tutorial that lets the, that actually works on Raspberry, the old Raspberry Pi that will do object recognition using Google TensorFlow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that was, you know... Way improved on this, but still, you know, depends on what you consider slow. So, like, original Raspberry Pi, Raspberry Pi three B plus, I was getting like 0.9 frames per second object recognition with with a webcam uh, attached to it. On this, I was getting one point seven. So, like, a, that's a seventy percent improvement, but it's still one point seven frames a second. Right now, so it depends. But that's that program,
0: right? Um, so it depends on it depends on what you're doing with it, obviously. Sure, um, I was involved at the tail end of a project uh, the company I work with uh, was involved with doing a, an object recognition thing using TensorFlow and they ended up abandoning uh, Raspberry Pi as their embedded <laughs> uh, processor because of, of that they ended up using it as the thing transmitting the video <laughs> remotely to the TensorFlow but they couldn't, they couldn't use it as the processor uh, for exactly that reason
1: well, for what it's worth, and I haven't actually had, I actually want to say I, I wasn't even, uh, this was another thing where the instructions and tutorials I had to do it didn't work in the latest Raspbian and mm-hmm. maybe they will, you know, when it gets updated. But one thing I have over here that I ha- have not really gotten working well yet, I haven't got it working for a minute, but not with live object recognition is this thing. So this here is a Google Coral. A usb accelerator and it is something that a lot of people use with the raspberry pi and this is meant to offload some of that processing directly onto this thing oh. and it should work better on the four because as you can see it's usb3 so it'll have the bandwidth um so that kind of thing could make could actually be another thing that makes it um you know more
0: even better at, at uh, object recognition. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> the site for it right now, and they, they specifically, uh, they specifically mentioned using it with Raspberry Pi and TensorFlow Lite. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's a cool thing I've not encountered. Uh, the project we were working on ended up going with a, a specialty processing computer because they needed like super fast processing, but. <laughs> doing defense projects works that way anyway um well that that is a really cool device i've been following (laughs) all the stuff you guys have have published this week which uh has been interesting i always i always like raspberry pi stuff so
1: it's a passion for me so i really enjoyed i have enjoyed working on it um and uh you know, it was one of those things, though, having early access to it was really great. And a wonderful privilege. Uh, but new software builds were coming out for it like every day or two. So I tried something. It didn't work. Or I'd run a benchmark and then I'd be, like, oh, a new build came out. Uh, now I've got to reinstall
0: everything. Uh huh.
1: Um, so,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'm uh, I'm glad that you were able to do like a really in-depth dive into it because it's. It's a fascinating, uh, fascinating technology. And like you said, it's one of those things that that is appropriate for more and more people every day. So um, obviously, thanks for showing it off. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on one of them, hopefully pretty soon. (laughs)